0: On episode 581 of the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, we meet Dr. Mason Mandy and discuss vein health. You can find the full show notes for this episode at 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash 581. Have you decided you're ready to make a change to reclaim your health and fitness? The 40 Plus Fitness Podcast is here for you. Each week we dive deep into health and fitness topics that affect those of us over 40. I'm Coach Allen. I'm an NASM Certified Personal Trainer with specializations in corrective exercise, behavior change, performance enhancement, and fitness nutrition, a Precision Nutrition Level 1 Coach, a FAI Certified Functional Aging Specialist, and an OTA Level 2 Online Trainer. Each week, I'm joined by our co-host, Coach Rachel. She is an NASM-certified personal trainer and a RRCA Level 1 run coach. Let us be your coaches as you find your way on your health and fitness journey. All right, let's go. Are you tired of feeling stuck in your weight loss journey? Do you find it difficult to know if you're training effectively? Are you frustrated with the slow pace of progress? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then it's time to take action with 40 Plus Fitness Online Personal Training. You'll have personalized nutrition and training plans designed to address your unique needs and help you achieve your fitness and weight loss goals. 40 Plus Fitness Online Personal Training offers the ultimate convenience, allowing you to train when and where you want to and basically have a coach in your pocket for guidance, support, and accountability. No more wasting time on ineffective workouts or diets that don't work. Take the first step toward a healthier, happier you by scheduling a free discovery call with me at 40plusfitness.com forward slash discovery. On this call, we'll discuss your unique needs and how you can get the results you want and deserve. And best of all, you'll leave this discovery call with a plan of action. So what are you waiting for? Book your free discovery call with me today by going to 40plusfitness.com forward slash discovery. Results start with this click, 40plusfitness.com forward slash discovery. Hey, Ress.
1: Hey, Ellen. How are you today?
0: I'm doing all right. I'm doing good. all right.
1: Yeah. And
0: good weather, busy season at Lula's, um, good. daughter's getting married soon, so we're, we're starting to book. That trip, you know, Tammy and I are talking about it and because we want to see family and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when you have family that's in their upper 70s and 80s and you kind of start saying, "Okay, i got to make the point uh, because, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't just say, well, I'll do it next year. Um, You know, so we're going to stay a little bit longer in May than we thought we would just to kind of get all that in. But we've been talking through how to do that. And I'm a weirdo, but... um, (laughs) You already knew that. <laughs> uh, I I just prefer to arrive in one location and get a rental car and just hoof it on in the car.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: can throw your bags in there once, you know, and you just go. And it just makes things so much easier. In my opinion. Now, yeah, you mm-hmm. do spend more time because you, you got to drive. But if you think about flying to a location, getting a rental car for a day or two, and then getting an, going back to an airport and flying mm-hmm. again, you got to turn in that car and fly again, pick yeah. up another car. Yeah, it's faster, but there's so many moving parts. So a, yeah. a late plane and a uh, missed this. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, you know, you're not getting into your hotel when you planned on it. And yeah. then you got to try to get that done. So there's there are still a lot of moving parts because I have to get my CPR. Oh. The last one I got was online because COVID. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like I need to get it done in person this time. That would be nice. I, they might do. They might let me get away with another year of online, but I don't live in the states, so. They don't have them here. I I have to go. I have to get them when I'm in the States. So this year going into the States, mine's going to, I think it actually is going to be close to expiring about the time I get there. So I won't be able to dilly-dally but get in there and get it done. And so I'm trying to I'm trying to slide that in there, you know. And, mm-hmm. Oh, and there's the wedding. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have the whole reason like, you're coming I was up like, here. Yeah, I was like, I was like, hey, uh, you know, I could do this on Saturday. What time is that wedding? <laughs> I was like, oh my you gosh. are not. No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What a trip. Yeah. So, yeah, we're probably going to end up flying into Miami, spend some time with family there, drive up to North Carolina, spend some time with family there, go to the wedding, and then drive on over, I think, to Kentucky, spend some time with family there, and then head back out. Um, awesome. So, yeah, but it'll be a lot of driving, not as much driving as we usually do, and not for mm-hmm. nearly as long as we usually would, and not normally when we would. But, you know, all those things all considered, it's you mm-hmm. know, we'll we'll make the best of the trip we can. Sure, and, and get it all done, but um, how are things up there?
1: Good, today's a good day. We have blue skies today. <laughs> We're oh, in
0: a thaw. You know, uh, it's the numbers, the numbers I was seeing about <laughs> power outages and oh, stuff like Alan, that.
1: Yeah, that, it was brutal. In fact, there's still a lot of people out of power. We lost it briefly just for a few hours, thank goodness. But uh, one of my cousins was out for four and a half days yeah it was just brutal and there's still people that are out and we are expecting another pretty serious weather event happening to be determined whether it's going to be more ice or more snow but yeah we're still recouping from that last storm so
0: do you guys have a generator
1: we do this house has a generator that will run our furnace and we have a well so it'll run water for us so it's it does. It works just fine. You know, it's really funny. We lived in Florida for seven years, Alan. And the first thing we did when we moved there was we bought a generator because it's hurricanes zone yeah. down there. Never once needed to use it in Florida. <laughs> and up here, <laughs> we've used a generator, I think, in every house that we've been in since since we moved back and and several times per year. So yeah. I'm yeah, glad
0: we house, have it. Lulas Lula's had a generator, but it's this mm-hmm. old little beater. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't even know if it worked. Uh, I haven't tried to start <laughs> it. And then I brought one down. I had a Honda oh, uh that I nice. used for tailgating. And so I but I have we put it away. I haven't pulled it out. And so mm-hmm. we, the power goes out regularly. Um, oh no. <laughs> at least at least once a month we have an unplanned power outage. And then probably mm-hmm. about once a month we have a planned power outage. But I haven't pulled them out. And It's just one of those things, you know like you you have a whole list of things you really should do and mm-hmm. then you just don't do them because there's mm-hmm. other things you'd rather do like sure. watch Netflix or go for a walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or anything else. Anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes.
0: So yeah. yeah, I should I should really get that generator out and get it. It could it be serviced. handy. Yeah. But if you
1: if you've never needed it though. Like well, we do?
0: No, because when the power goes out, we we don't have water we oh. we have a pump that pumps the water through our our house and without mm. that pressure there's no water so we right. tell people if we know the power's going to go out it's like you got one flush and done so make it, it, it matter yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but if we don't know the power is going out that's when it can get a little bit dicey but
1: yeah yeah that could be helpful to have yep mm. it's good to have one here cuz same thing in the middle of winter it's not fun to lose power for an extended period of time in the summer we can manage but It's a little harder in the winter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to talk about vein health? Sure. Our guest today is a board-certified surgeon specializing in treatment of chronic venous insufficiency and related vein conditions, including varicose veins. An industry leader with a comprehensive commitment to continued education, he has performed over 10,000 vein procedures, honing his technique using the latest minimally evasive technologies. He graduated with honors from the U.S. Air Force Academy in 2001 with a double major in biology and biochemistry. He then attended the University of Alabama at Birmingham School of Medicine before completing his general surgery residency at the Manhattan-based Beth Israel Medical Center where he earned a Teacher of the Year award as chief resident with no further ado. here's Dr. Mason Mandy. Dr. Mandy, welcome to 40 plus Fitness.
2: Thank you. thank you for having me on.
0: you know, when I was working corporate, I, I traveled a lot <laughs> and I spent a lot of time on airplanes. In fact, I I did one time did the uh, the Newark to um, Newark to Singapore flight. which uh, was over 18 hours. Uh, Ah. And so I spent a lot of time. And so at that point, you're reading a lot about get up and move around, wear these compression socks, do these things, because you really don't want this deep vein thrombosis. And so I I would do the basic stuff when I was on a plane that long, moving around, doing what I needed to. But I guess I never really wrapped my mind around the fact that all of this, from the spider veins and varicose veins that I remember – you know, ladies at the lunch line had to, you know, with all their compression socks. To this is really just sort of a continuum, if you will, where are of of the same issue of vein disease.
2: That's exactly right. That's that's a perfect way to put it. It's all a continuum of the same disease. And flying is such a big risk because it kind of kind of a microcosm of all the risk factors, uh, right? For for blood clots, like you mentioned, DVT as well as vein disease in general. So anytime you're sitting in one place or standing in one place and your blood's not really pumping and moving like it should, it just kind of sits there in the veins and isn't really kind of circulating um, the way it should be. And so that can lead to blood clots in the deep veins. And it can also lead to um, a lot of pressure on the veins underneath the skin. And that pressure causes those veins to overstretch and allows blood to actually flow backwards. Normally, blood should only be flowing up in the veins in your legs. But um, due to a variety of things, being in one position for a long time, you know, having genetic predisposition, having multiple pregnancies, variety of things like that, those veins can be overstretched and that causes blood to flow backwards, which can lead to all the things you discussed earlier: the bulging varicose veins, the pain and symptoms and swelling. And in, in some cases, you know, kind of severe cases, blood clots as well.
0: Okay, so let's let's kind of walk through a few of these, just so folks know sure. what we're talking about here. So spider veins are what exactly?
2: So spider veins are the small, um, they can be kind of a purple color, light pink color. They're those little tiny wispy veins right on the surface of your skin. Uh, they're usually very small and um, they usually don't bulge out. So meaning they're just flat underneath the skin. So you can't feel them. And that's kind of the most minor form of vein disease or most minor sign of vein disease.
0: Okay. So there's just sort of a discoloration that you see because the blood's not flowing through those little veins the way it needs to.
2: Exactly right. Normally, those veins are so tiny, you'd never be able to see them with the naked eye. But because they've been under a lot of pressure, they're several times bigger than they should be. Even though when we look at them, they appear very small. They actually should be much, much smaller than they are. And so, it's all, again, like you said, it's all part of the same process. So, those veins overstretching and becoming bigger than they should be.
0: Yeah. Now, varicose veins, they actually are a little bit worse because they're bigger and a lot of people suffer from pain from these. Can you talk a little bit about what varicose veins are?
2: Exactly. So, varicose veins typically are those big bulging veins that you see some people have and and maybe you mentioned your grandparents. And, um, you know, so you can see them bulging out. They can be very large like that. They don't necessarily have to be that dramatic though any vein that bulges out from the surface of the skin is a varicose vein so sometimes they're actually quite small and they aren't those giant you know ropey looking veins Uh, but if they bulge out and you can feel the vein when you rub your kind of your hands over the surface of the skin that's a varicose vein and those can be more dangerous because those can lead to bleeding sometimes they'll bleed spontaneously Or in worst case scenario, they'll actually clot and those can lead to uh, DVTs and other problems associated with that.
0: Okay. Now, chronic venous insufficiency is kind of the next stage along this continuum. Can you get a little bit into what that is?
2: Right. So chronic venous insufficiency is where the big, um, what we call the truncal veins underneath the skin have become too large and the little valves that pump the blood up the leg against gravity have become broken. And so instead of keeping the blood moving up, a lot of it's going backwards. And that ultimately is what causes varicose veins and many of the spider veins. You see the root is really those bigger veins, deeper inside the skin that you can't see that are allowing blood to back up into those varicose veins and spider veins. So one way to think of an analogy I tell a lot of the patients that we see is the big veins that are deeper are like the trunk of the tree. We literally call them trunkal veins because they're like the trunk of the tree. And then those bulging varicose veins are like big branches on the tree. And then the little spider veins are like little leaves on the tree. And so uh, the trunk is where the problem is. So when the trunk goes bad, blood just backs up into the branches and the leaves. And that's what causes all the visible veins and those big varicose veins that you can see.
0: Okay. And then, like I said, when I was on an airplane, you can get into this pretty quickly versus, uh, you know, over a series of years, but you can still get there. Deep vein thrombosis is is actually now we're starting to get into some really dangerous stuff here.
2: Exactly right. Yeah. So um, that is, like you said, that can happen for a variety of reasons. It can be, you know, in, in your case, your example, being on an airplane, that's where you can get a little dehydrated on a plane. The blood just kind of sits in those veins. And anytime the blood sits and doesn't move, it can clot. Uh, what keeps the blood from just clotting throughout your body, part of it is the motion of the blood kind of constantly moving. And so if it's kind of sitting in one place, there's a much bigger risk of it clotting. So an 18-hour flight you know, from Newark to Singapore, where you're not doing a lot of moving, you're just sitting in one place, that blood is not really moving effectively. And that's why people can get clots on airplanes.
0: And it's not really, I mean, it is the clot in the leg, but it's the clot that moves. That's the dangerous one. And that causes a thing called pulmonary embolism. Can you talk about what's going on there?
2: That's exactly right. So blood clots in the legs themselves can be painful and can cause swelling and all those things. But the really feared complication of that is an emboli, which is where part of that blood clot or an embolism, which is where part of that blood clot breaks off from the leg and travels up the veins in your body to your heart and ultimately your lungs. That can cause anything from shortness of breath. Sometimes people don't even notice them. Worst case scenario, they can be life-threatening and be a a true surgical emergency. So those are extreme cases. That doesn't happen with most people, but it can. And can and does happen occasionally.
0: Now, we talked a little bit about being on an airplane in, in the period of time that you're sitting still. And you talked a little bit about dehydration, but what are some things that we might be doing to ourselves that are causing a, a higher risk of of these complications happening to us.
2: Yeah, so um any you know, any kind of sedentary lifestyle um especially over a period of years, so any prolonged, you know, sitting, especially, you know, obesity certainly, smoking, those are all major risk factors for DVT. And the reason is they they all um injure the lining of the veins and that can lead to clot formation and things like that. So being active, getting up and walking moving and you know prevents clots uh, obviously maintaining a healthy lifestyle in terms of you know diet and kind of being physical and not uh being overweight all that helps prevent blood clots as well and certainly avoiding smoking yeah so um yeah there are some things that you know just genetic and can't be really prevented but those are some major risk factors that can can be prevented.
0: Yeah. So for a lot of us, if we start seeing the kind of that more that little outward signs like the spider veins or the varicose veins, that could very much be an indicator that we we want to go get checked out and make sure this isn't something worse.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Especially varicose veins, but spider veins as well can be a sign of, you know, worsening vein disease, especially if they're around the feet. If you see kind of a sudden increase in the number of small veins around the feet and the ankle, that can be a sign of pretty significant vein disease.
0: Okay. So if we notice some of that, we're going to come in uh, to one of your clinics, the Metro Vein Centers. What's going to happen and what are some of the treatments that would be to potentially be available to us given where we are in this continuum?
2: Yeah. So the first thing we do is uh, I talk to everybody who comes in, we go through their symptoms and the problems that they're having and We kind of do a thorough uh, look at what could be causing these. And then the the, the objective test that we do is an ultrasound of the legs. So an ultrasound is very similar to when pregnant women have an ultrasound of their their abdomen to look at the the fetus and the growing baby. Uh, We do the same thing just on the legs. And what we look for when we look at the veins is the size of the veins as well as the direction of the blood flow. So the veins should be fairly small, only, you know, one, two, maybe three millimeters at the largest, and the blood should only be flowing up. But in disease veins, the veins can be many times bigger than that, and the direction of the flow is actually backwards. And when those two things are there, the veins being too large and the blood flowing backwards, we know there's a disease and that needs to be treated.
0: What are some of the treatments that we could go through to make sure that just to fix it? I mean, obviously, I'm always going to be a proponent of lifestyle But sometimes our lifestyle can't reverse this. So what are some of the treatment options that would be available?
2: Well, thankfully, the treatment is usually very easy. So it used to be in the past, there was a major surgery to treat these veins called vein stripping and some some similar type procedures. And those oftentimes involve staying in the hospital, uh, major cuts on the leg, can be very painful, high blood loss. And now we treat them in the office, usually takes 10 minutes or less to treat one vein, There's no cutting, no stitches, no surgery. People usually walk in and out on their own, go back to work a lot of times. And there are different types of treatments we can do based on um, where the vein is, how big it is, what the patient's goals are. And one of those is injecting a medicine into the vein, which causes the vein to shrink. Another one is called radiofrequency ablation, where we, we use radiofrequency, not radiation, but radiofrequency to shrink the vein. And another one is where we um, inject a medicine that seals the vein called venous seal. And that just all of that is um, the goal of that is to prevent the blood from flowing backwards. But they're all very quick, easy procedures that insurance pays for.
0: And you want to you want to basically as soon as you start noticing some of the outward signs of this, you want to get in as quickly as you can. Right.
2: Exactly right. Unfortunately, veins only get worse over time. So there's not once they go bad. There's nothing you can really do in terms of lifestyle or any behavioral changes or or medication that's going to reverse that. So all you can do is treat the veins to prevent that backflow of blood. And and that's what we do in our office. So it's good to maintain a healthy lifestyle and do all those things. But once the veins go bad, they only get worse over time.
0: I'm still going to encourage you to quit smoking if you're Uh, still doing that. And (laughs) I'm going to encourage you to move around because that's still good for you to do. Uh, but then, yeah, get in and and see a specialist on this. Now, your clinics are located in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Michigan, last time I checked. You're is, is still, still in those places, right?
2: We're still in those places, and we're continuing to, to um, look for new locations as well. So, hopefully, in the future, we'll be expanding beyond that.
0: Yeah, we're we're down here in Panama. If you you know if you're looking for a, <laughs> <laughs> a good
2: satellite it office, sounds good to me. Yeah, <laughs> looking out my window in like 25 degree weather, Panama sounds really nice. Right yeah, it
0: was 25 Sorry. today um, Celsius, uh, but oh, uh,
2: <laughs> <nice>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, Doctor uh, Mandy, if someone wanted to learn more about you, learn more about the Metro Vein Centers and all that you do there, uh, where would you like for me to send them?
2: Well, they can visit our website at MetroVeinCenters.com, and we have a wealth of information on there. It gives the locations of our offices how to contact us, but also just a lot of good information on vein disease. Uh, we try to make it as user-friendly as possible, and uh, I think people would would um, get a lot of valuable information from that. You can also follow us on social media We're on Instagram and uh, on TikTok and all those things. So uh, we try to provide informational things on that as well.
0: Now, I learned quite a bit reading your blog. So I, I do appreciate the information <laughs> and the time you took to put that out there because it is very clear and easy to follow and understand uh, what these are and how they relate to our health and fitness. And again, you know, this, uh, it can seem like it's just an unsightly thing, but when it kind of gives you an idea that it's a bigger thing than that, you you've got to take a moment and figure it out. And I'm glad you guys are out there helping provide this information and the treatments.
2: Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it affects a lot of people. Some people estimate 20 to 30 percent of people um, in the United States. And it's one of those things, even when I went to medical school, you know, a lot of my professors would say, you know, it's just people get older, they get veins, you know, and kind of like blew it off is not a really important problem. But it is an important problem and it can cause significant lifestyle disabilities in terms of being able to exercise and enjoy normal you know, walks in the park, even because of the heaviness and discomfort. Um, And so we, thankfully, we can help treat that now very easily. And so that's not something you just have to live with just because you see some big veins, we can take care of all those things.
0: Well, Dr. Mandy, thank you so much for being a part of 40 Plus Fitness.
2: Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Welcome back, Raz.
1: Hey, Alan, you know, it's been a really long time since I even gave any thought to vein health, varicose veins or any of those things. I remember my grandparents used to have problems. They said, I think it was the varicose veins that were very painful for them. And so they yeah. would go to the doctor and have them treated. But yeah, it's just something that just hadn't been on my radar for a long time, but it's pretty important.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and, and I and growing up. the kind of the different jobs, types of jobs I had. I worked in a library. So, a mm-hmm. lot of the librarians would would have them, and I worked in a pharmacy. And so the pharmacists and the you know clerks that worked that were on their feet all day every day, mm-hmm. they would have them. and And then, of course, you know, then I got into travel, and I'm on an mm-hmm. airplane for, you know, up to eighteen hours or more. And you just, you know, you know, you've got to do some things to take care of yourself. So I have the compression socks. I made a point of getting up, trying to stay hydrated, Mm -hmm. all those different things. But, you know, if you start to notice that you have problems, this is the one thing I didn't know before I got into this. This is progressive.
1: Yeah. So if you start
0: noticing a problem, it could be indicative of something worse happening Mm -hmm. later so it's worth going in and getting it looked at just to make Mm -hmm. sure there's no long-term problems Uh, you can get it treated you can start making some lifestyle changes and and that's definitely going to help
1: yeah my goodness I had yeah I didn't realize the extent of how dangerous it could be to have the veins and and to pay attention when they do show up those little tiny ones before they get into the big bigger varicose or the deep vein thrombosis that's pretty serious
0: stuff yeah now, it doesn't happen that often so it's not like it's not people are just all over the place but you know just, just mm-hmm. something to be aware of yeah. if you know if you have varicose veins or you have the spider veins and you know you're going to go on a long trip Mm-hmm. Do the self-care. Talk mm-hmm. to, if you can, talk to a doctor first just to make sure, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I've got these condition. How am I going to do with this trip? Yeah. Um. You know, because we usually, we don't take international travel on just a whim. Uh, you right. usually have some time <laughs> that you know it's going to happen. So it's worth, yeah. you can go in and see a doctor, uh, yeah. see if you can get it treated or at least know what um, preventative care Mm-hmm. I ha- I still own my compression socks. I don't know that I'll ever need them to go because I think the longest flight we even take out of here is four hours. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that I'll need them again like I did when I was traveling all the time. But mm-hmm. I had them, you know, and um and so it's like, you know, just take precautions if you think yeah. you're gonna put yourself at risk because it can be pretty serious.
1: Yeah. Yeah, interesting. It was really interesting to hear that and to be reminded.
0: Yeah, Good interview. <laughs> well, it is something we haven't talked about, you know, and no. I just thought, you know, I, I know this was a health problem that mm-hmm. I knew older people got. And yeah. uh, Tammy's mother has some vein, leg vein problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is something that you just, you know, that it's out there. It's just not mm-hmm. super, super common, but enough so that, you know, if you start noticing you have a problem, go get it fixed.
1: Yeah, that sounds good.
0: All right. Talk to you next week. Take care, Alan. You too. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Next time on the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, we meet Michael Taylor and discuss his book, I'm Not Okay With Gray, How to Create an Extraordinary Life After 50. Until then, have a happy and healthy week.